Where I could add value is when it comes to any matchups that we might go with, giving the, the players or even the, the line coaches a bit of understanding of, you know, when this person, when this particular player is at his best, in my experience, this is what potentially can take that away from him. So. Episode 9 of the Talking Points, as we preview round 14, we've got the man who used to coach our opponents, Alan Richardson. Welcome, Richo. Kibo, good to be here. Coming off a 28-point loss to the Bulldogs, how much do you talk about that game and is it hard to put a finger on why everyone went flat on the same week? Um, well, first part of the question, um, yeah, we do talk about that game for a couple of reasons. There's some things that we definitely needed to address, uh, but there are also some similarities between the Bulldogs and the Saints in terms of the way they move the ball from the back, and that really challenged us last week. No greater example than kick-ins, and, and we've been really strong in terms of defending teams from uh, from the back to the front. So there's some real learnings there for us to take into this week. Um, we had too many blokes that were down, too many of our players that have been up for a while, you know, weren't weren't at the level they needed to be. So um, we don't need to spend a lot of time on that, but we certainly identified that and um, had some good, healthy conversations around that. And now I've lost, forgotten the second part of your question. Give up. Was the next part? I was talking about how everyone sort of looked to be flat on the yeah. same week. Is it yeah. a is it a management thing? Is it just a, a vibe on the day? Um, yeah, that's no, a hard one. We, we, we've we've uh, been playing some pretty good footy, really. We were going okay uh, without getting a result against Brisbane, but the lead up to that game, the Port Adelaide game, was strong, and then we we had a really flat one that day. We've now had. As has everyone, we've been on the road, we've had you know, short breaks, really strong performance against Collingwood, um, you know, to win that game by 10 goals and you, you, know, you think you're starting to get the sort of momentum you need to really build. Uh, and we fell away last week. What it shows is if we're not at our best, and this is probably true of most teams, if we're not at our best, we're not going to beat good teams. Um, that's where we're at at the minute. We need to be playing with real energy. Our system requires that. We are a team that is not all about pressure, but pressure's important. We've got a fantastic defence that, again, played pretty well on the weekend. Um, when you consider both Josh Bruce and Norton didn't score, um, you know, they've been pretty important to them. Our, our big defenders are going really well. But we do need to get pressure on, and we, we couldn't get that on the weekend. So you're right, we're off a bit. Um, we didn't spend too much time on the why, Gibbo. Um, we, we identified internally that last time was a four-day break leading into Port Adelaide. This was not. We, we thought that um, we, we just addressed what happened and that it's not us and it's not going to get it done and we need to do something about it. So the Saints is the next opportunity. You mentioned the word learnings before. How do you take those learnings and actually communicate them with the players and get that message across during the week? Well, meetings are much more difficult than they were pre-COVID and so that, that's a bit of a challenge but now this was a group this was a group conversation um, with with edits that were the way we want to play or the way we don't want to play that's not us that's not going to get it done so it was a combination of that and then we trained it so if it was if it was an intensity issue then there was the right amount of intensity in a particular drill if it was a physical issue, then there was the right amount of you know, physicality. If it was a method issue, and there's a bit of both uh, in, in all of that, um, then, uh, then we got it done on the training track. So looked at it, uh, all agreed that that's not us, all agreed that this is what we're going to do about it, then go and train it, and, and hopefully that'll transfer into, into the game on the weekend. In fact, not hopefully, it will. 
Saints are flying at the moment. They're eight and five. Came within two points of Brisbane. Uh, that scoreline may not have reflected the game completely. Brisbane probably could have put them away. How highly do you rate St Kilda this season? Yes, well, as you could appreciate, I, I've, <laughs> I watched them pretty closely. Yeah. I, I would suggest closer than I have. I do other clubs, but I um, know oh, they're playing good footy. They've uh, they've changed things a bit. Certainly, Rats has probably got them playing within a bit more of an attacking from the back style and, and, and they did something about personnel with you know with Jones and Butler and Hill you know they've got some serious wheels those lads mm. and so that's going to present some challenges and and look they're in they're in really good form they had a they had a downer didn't they against the Cats I don't think Ryder played I don't think Jones played they've been pretty important to them you know from a centre bounce get territory perspective um, and so they're, they're both uh, important players but um no, they're in, they're in good shape, there's no doubt about that. We'll have to be our best to, to be in the game to give us a chance to win it. Obviously, you coached them last year. What insight can you offer to the Ds now that you're internal like in the meetings and the lead-up to this game? Yeah, well, as I mentioned, they've changed a little bit of the way they play. The defence is not too dissimilar. Um, stoppage has changed. It was always Steele that was the tagger, and you know he's been given a, he's, he's head a bit. Um, Seb Ross is doing yeah. it a bit more now. Um, they, they've... They've got a little bit more speed on the outside, which is, um, I think that's pretty obvious for all to see. So that's a bit different. Where I could add value um, is when it comes to any matchups that we might go with, giving the, the players or even the, the line coaches a bit of understanding of, you know, when this person, when this particular player is at his best, you know, this is what it looks like. In my experience, this is what potentially can take that away from them. So, yeah, hopefully there's some, um, there's some value there. Ross went to Neil last week. I think he stopped him from getting a clearance for the first time in five years. Yep. Do you expect him to go after one of our midfielders, potentially, a, a Clayton Oliver or Christian Petrarca, or do you think it'll be more of a head-to-head in there? Um, oh, look, I don't really know. Generally, generally, um, certainly last year, but this year too, they generally identified a midfielder. In my time, it was always Clayton that we went after uh, pretty strongly, but, um, you know, there's a... You know, we've got some blokes in pretty good form in that space. Christian, obviously. Uh, Vines is going really well. Brayshaw's recent form is also, you know, pretty strong. So, I mean, that's the strength of our team. It, it fell away a little bit. You know, we had a couple that were probably below their best in that group last week, so we're looking for a response. But um, generally, it seems, uh, with the exception of Neil last week, they've tended to back in their own system, their own mids. And um, and then if things get out of control, not unlike we do, you know, um, they'll look to get someone to perhaps play a role. Individual records against teams are an interesting one. We've won three of our last 20 against St Kilda. When you were at the Saints, is that something you talk about at all or is it just a number? Um, oh, it is just a number. Now, it's, um, it, was, there was, it was two footy clubs that were on a similar path, really. Rusey and I got appointed at the same time. Um, it was both sort of the rebuild... Um, the Saints, it was the end of, well, Goddard and Del Sando had moved on and, and Rewalt and Dempster and Montagna were coming to the end. So it was a bit of a changing of the guard from a player's personnel. Dermans were pretty similar, really. Um, slightly different paths in terms of the type of players they went after, but both went to the, invested heavily in the, uh, in the draft. Um, so it was two young groups that were, that, that were coming through that probably weren't as consistent as they'd, they'd want to be, and I think that's building with both groups. Clearly Melbourne were able to go to a pretty high level. We were, I should got to say we now, don't I, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, in 2018. Um, and we're hoping to get back there soon. The Saints look like, you know, they're starting to become much more consistent. So 
Um, it's hard to know. Um, sometimes you match up well, your strengths match up well against their strengths. You know, you're able to control certain things, but um, it doesn't. It stands for nothing. You know, on, on Saturday night, we're, we're looking forward to it. We're off to Alice Springs. It's, I'm guessing you've never been to Traeger Park, but we're actually flying over with the Saints. Internally, have we spoken at all about that ground? We've, we've played a bit there over the last few years. Are they confident the boys going into the battle there? Yeah, actually, I have been there before. Um, it was with the Saints a few years ago, so I know a little bit about the ground, but, but Melbourne have played there much more. We've, mm-hmm. we've, and um, and Goody's, yeah, he likes the ground. He, he thinks it suits our group. Um, we've certainly played some good footy there in the past, I think our last time there, should have got the job done. It was a bit of the story of our year, wasn't it, I reckon? Mm. Um, I think it was last year. Yeah, against um, West Coast. Against West Coast, yeah. So, um, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think the, the, the ground or the venue will hold any fears. In fact, I think our, our group, just from the, the vibe of uh, the meetings and the conversations around the venue, have been really positive. So there's no fears. We're coming up to a really important block in the fixture, four games, about 15 days. Attacking that, are you expecting to bring a fair few players into the side? Obviously, you're going to need fresh legs for a lot of those games. Well, that's certainly what we've said to the guys that, that don't get picked this week. Um, you know, we'll have selection tonight. But, um, yeah, that's been the message, that we, it's a, a squad mentality that um, we proved in the last uh, block where it was crammed that we did need to rotate the team a bit. Um, and that probably we probably um, did that more than we thought we were going to do. We, we, from a planning perspective, prior to it was look if they if they seem like they've still got the energy, we'll keep. We want to get synergy. We want to get connection. So we'll try and keep the team together. But we did need to change the team, and I I, I think that'll happen again. I, I think that uh, we'll we'll need to get some some new boys into the team, and and probably even this week. Uh, you know, I, without. Going as I said, we've got selection yet to come, but I think there'll be some changes to the team this week to make sure that we um, do we get some run and get some energy back into the team. Uh, what is really positive for us and for the fans back home, and they don't get to see results because they're not the, these VFL games we're playing aren't proper fixtures, um, and so there's no results get printed in the paper. Who's going well, who's not? There's none of that. But our boys are in really good shape. They played the Saints um, last Sunday and you know won the game pretty comfortably playing really good footy, some guys that you know we're really confident could come in and execute their role. Some will get a chance as early as this week, some will get a chance in the coming weeks. Those next couple of games really define our season. We either go strongly, pinch a spot in the eight or miss out and go home, which would feel like a bit of a waste. Does it get spoken about at all at the moment that the fact that finals are so close and these next 15 days are do or die essentially? Uh, you're certainly uh, probably more so from uh, Max and Jack, you know, from a leader's perspective. Um, from a coach's perspective, particularly when you have a game like last week, mm. when there's things you've got to address and got to, your focus is much more on the on the process. The way, we're not going to win unless we get this right. You know, that's Goody's language to the players is we're going to get what we deserve. And we didn't deserve victory because we had too many passengers and we were inconsistent with the way that we want to play. So... That's that's really our focus. We we don't want them lifting their eyes too much. That stuff will look after itself. We really do want to focus on on the Saints and then the, the next opponent and the next opponent, um, but with an understanding that they're important games. Well, hopefully we get the ball rolling against the Saints on Saturday. Richo, thanks for your time on the Talking Points. On your keep up. Thanks, Mark.